Hey guys, welcome to the show. Three quick things. Any links mentioned in this episode may be affiliate links and nothing mentioned in this episode should be taken as professional advice. Lastly, this episode originally aired on my YouTube channel. You can get to it by going to nursemoneytalk.com forward slash YouTube. Let's get started. Hey everyone, this is Thomas from Nurse Money Talk. Now, I started off with what exactly is dosage calc. Then I moved it along to, um, to is dosage calc hard. Now I want to then bring it to this video where I'm going to talk about how you can pass, how you can be successful in dosage calc. But before I get started with that though, if you aren't already subscribed, I want to go ahead and invite you to hit that subscribe button um, so you don't miss any of my upcoming videos on this channel, pretty much dealing with everything nursing student and nurse life related. And also, if you find this video helpful, I would really appreciate you hit that thumbs up because that really does help in terms of making sure more nursing students can find this video. Now that I got that out of the way, let's go ahead and dive in to how to be successful in dosage calc. The first part, which is making sure you understand what dosage calc is. And in a nutshell, dosage calc is doing math to calculate um, the exact dosage of a medication a patient needs based on what the physician ordered. And the key part of that is that um, it's doing math. And so the way I approach, um, the way, or at least the way I approached dosage calc when I was in nursing school, and the way I think most nursing students should approach dosage calc as well, is that they should approach it as they would a math class. And I think approaching it like a math class is going to be a big deal because there is, in my opinion, some distinctions between how you would approach math, a math class versus how you would approach like a science class or an English class. And so let's go ahead and get started. And I think it will make more sense at the end. The first part of it is to make sure you don't miss class. Now, I know that's going to sound like, well, that's the obvious statement, um, but it's the obvious statement that I think sometimes um, students don't follow. And the reason why it's critical not to miss math, uh, like a math class, um, so a class like dosage calc, is that unlike some other classes where if you miss the class, you can probably just look at PowerPoints and catch up and, and do whatever and, and memorize whatever you need to memorize, Math classes are, are different in the sense of like, you really need to be there to see the professor, see somebody work out the problems. Because if somebody shows you like a PDF of the diagram of everything else already worked out, it, it doesn't quite make as, as much sense. And it's kind of hard to really get a grasp, a grasp of it. Um, that way then if you were there and saw them start from the problem all the way or the question i should say the question the problem all the way what are the steps 
what each step that they took to get to the actual solution and then to see them um, and then to hear the professor actually explain how they got to each step or what they needed to do in each step. And that makes it, that makes a huge difference. The second part of this is that you need to make sure to practice, practice, practice. Oh my goodness. Practice is such a big part of, of any math class. It is a huge part of it. Making sure that you're getting a lot of repetition over and over and over and over again to the point where like and some some people might disagree with me on this but this has always been part of my rationale with emphasizing so much practice in math problems is that once you've done so many problems it gets to the point where like when you when when you get a problem, like you kind of, it's almost like muscle memory. You already know what you need to do. Like, okay, this is, you know, this is A, A needs to go over here, B, okay, B needs to go over here, this is C, C needs to go over here. Even to the point where like, yeah, if you don't understand why you're doing what you're doing, you don't understand why this step needs to be done like this. Once you've done enough of it, you just kind of know this is what I need to do to get to the answer and i'm i'm not here saying that that's where you need to be because honestly the long-term goal is to obviously for you to understand how you you know the the, the actual steps to understand in detail the actual steps to get the answer but honestly let's just be realistic at at, at what it is you want to pass the test and when it comes to exams when it comes to tests the goal is to, you're given a problem to get to the right answer and whether or not you understand um, how or why you got to the right answer for math problems, I mean, you, you just need to get to the right answer. Now, once again, the goal is to long-term understand, but as far as getting to the right answer, practice is what's going to get you there. The next one is looking at, at some study guides. There's a lot of study guides out there. Um, I'll put a link to, to one that you should consider um, as well, but, but there's a lot of study guides out there. And as far as some of the paid options that, that I'm going to give you, like this would be one of the, the cheaper options. There, you know, study guides are good in the sense of like they're cheaper then um, then some of the other options I'm going to give you, they allow you to get some more repetition, some more practice. And then on top of that, good study guides will also, when they give you the answer, they'll like break it down and show you step by step on how they got to the right answer. And so if you, and so as far as repetition goes, study guides are, are great for that. Another one would be looking at online resources um, as well. So one in particular you can go to is nursemoneytalk.com forward slash student academy. Um, and then there's, um, it's an online platform. It's actually, it's a, it's a platform that's, um, that, that's more or less, um, gives you a lot of resource for pretty much every topic um, in nursing school that, that you're going to deal with, but they do have some section in there um, for dosage calc. I think actually they, they have a title under like, like med math or something like that. 
And so that can be um, a great resource as well. It's, it's a little bit more, it is a little bit more expensive than looking at some study guides potentially. But once again, it's a great resource that will, that will get you help in dosage calc and as well get you some help in any other topics that you're gonna be dealing with in nursing school. But before I, I, I keep moving forward, I think it's important to emphasize that what you'll see right here is that a lot of the options I'm giving you, it's to push and emphasize that making sure that you understand what you're doing and most importantly, making sure that you practice, practice, practice. And then that is, that's the key in terms of every resource that I'm gonna give you. So number five is you should consider getting a tutor. Now, as far as tutors are, um, as far as tutors are concerned, this is gonna be the more, probably the more expensive route um, since, you know, prices of tutors, they're, they're typically charging you per hour. And so that can definitely get a little bit more expensive if, if you are a nursing student um, on a budget. But if you are the, the type of person and you, you already know, there's no shame in this. You just, you just need to be honest with yourself if you're the type of person who tends to struggle in math. So let's say when you took the you know, like the college algebra or the statistics that you struggled through that class um, or you had to hire a tutor to, um, to be able to pass that class. And this might be one where you just know right out of the gate that, okay, math is not my strong suit. I'm going to need um, a little bit of extra help, you know, maybe a little bit of like more handholding to make sure that that, that, I, that this class, that I don't lose a handle on this class or fall or fall behind, then just be honest with yourself and then start looking um, towards that. You can go check out nursemoneytalk.com forward slash tutor. You can then get a, a list of nursing school tutors. You can look at reviews and, and you know, make schedule appointments and the whole nine yards if you wanna meet in person. Um, hybrid or online only. There's a, there's a lot of options there. So so make sure to to check that out. That's nursemoneytalk.com forward slash tutor. Number seven, and this is for if you know that you you do need one to one help, but you don't think you have the financial means or the financial resources to start looking at at going the tutor the the tutor route. Look at um, going to your instructor's office hours. Um, the, you know, this is, this is, you know, when it comes to math, I kind of struggle um, a little bit with this recommendation for a couple of reasons. One, because so many students tend to struggle um, with math and um, professor's office hours are kind of limited. At that, at times, you can be more or less fighting with other students, you know, fighting, you know, figuratively speaking, with other students in terms of making sure that you get the one-to-one -one attention um, that you need, um, uh, you know, when it comes to the professor's office hours. So, so this is a good option if you have, like, if, if you're on a budget, then this might be the only option. 
But let's say you, you know, money's not really that big of a deal, but you're deciding between um, going with a tutor or going with an instructor's office hours. If you have like maybe like one or two question or so very specific question, definitely office hours is gonna be your um, your best bet. But if, if it's not just one to two questions, if it's just like, I need to make this calculation and I just don't even know where to begin, then then I think if possible, looking at the tutor route might be uh, might be your best bet. Number six is looking at forming a a study group. In a lot of ways, I've, I have like a love hate relationship with with study groups. Um, on one hand, I think they can kind of be distractions if, if people aren't um, if, if students aren't careful, especially with who you're picking to be in in your study group. But on the other hand, they can be excellent resources for for just learning materials with, um, and um, with other students who like maybe you you struggle in this concept A, but you're good in concept B. And, but this student, their issues are reverse than, than yours. But then you could be in a situation where, okay, well, I'll help you with concept A if you help me with, with concept B or, or vice versa. And, and those can be, um, I'm really great for learning because one of the things you'll, you'll see um, when it comes to being in a study group is that, and this is where like I think study groups shine, is that depending on, on what you have going on, you could then be in a role of a, of a teacher, right? You know, kind of like many topics like, oh, I'm, I'm doing really well in this, let me explain to you how, I'm, how I got the correct answer. And so when you start trying to teach other students um, how, um, how you you got the answer something about that like it forces you to make sure you really know like like you you start reinforcing um how your how you got the answer and and that's really great because like they they say that um you know you um you start reinforce you start reinforcing um, the stuff that, that that you know. Something that that I want to add to this, based on 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 my personal like experiences um, with groups, is that that I've I've realized that some of the best grades I got in in nursing school were were on the topics where I was I was in study groups and I was having to to kind of teach other people. On okay, this is how I got the answer, and so when you take on that role of when I took on the uh, that role of the teacher, it really helped me reinforce and make sure that I understood um, that material. Now, obviously, this is there's a balance to this um, as well. That's why when it comes to study groups, you really do need to be um, mindful of of the groups that 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 you're getting into. The last one I kind of want to mention is really just looking at at some online like resources as well. So I mentioned about the Student Academy, nursepointtalk.com forward slash student academy that, that you can check out. But but these are specifically looking at online free resources. So this would be like your YouTubes, 
um, of the world. And then there's some other like kind of like random free resources that if you just Google um, that, that you'll see on there as well. Um, even checking out like, like flashcard sites like, like Quizlet or something like that can be, um, can be really great. Now, the, the one caveat I would throw in when it comes to these free online um, resources is to make sure you look at them with like a, a discerning eye because, you know, as the saying goes, you get what you pay for and you're not paying and uh, you're not paying for, for these resources specifically that I'm talking about or at least directly. And so when it comes for to like vetting for is the answer correct or not correct or whatever, it can it can kind of be up in the air because I have come across um, information on whether it be YouTube, Quizlet, or and it could be for any number of reason. It could just be you know misspoke, um, a mistake. It could just be that you know that that things ju- you know change. Like it's an older video or an older resource or or whatever the case is. Like I'm not necessarily saying that people are being are being necessarily malicious or anything like that. It's just that when you're looking at resources that you pay for, there tends to be more of, you know, like maybe like a company, a business or an incentive behind to keep that information up to date and to make sure that it's the as as accurate as possible. So, you know, and so I'm, I'm not trying to scare you away from any of those resources, because honestly, um, um, I wish YouTube was more of a thing when I went through nursing school, um, because my goodness, the wealth of resource out there is, is, is impressive, but like anything else, you know, you definitely have to be, have to be mindful, mindful of that. Now I, I want to hear from you, like what, what other videos would you like to see me make? when it comes to, to dosage calc. Is there any like specific questions or anything of that nature that, that, that you would like to see? Maybe like specific examples? I mean, I don't know. Like if there's anything like, like it's specific when it comes to dosage calc, like let me know what you would like to see in the comment sections um, below. Um, if there's any other questions, by all means, um, go ahead and put in the comment sections below as well. Thank you so much for, for watching this video, and I will catch you very soon in that next video.